Well, welcome back, Charlie McDermott, co-host of the show here with Jeff Board. Jeff, how you doing? Wonderful today, Charlie. Thank you and Happy New Year. Happy 2023 to you. And uh, yeah, here's to no computer technical issues whatsoever in 2023, which is an absolute pipe dream. And what the heck would you do with your time anyway? You have so much fun helping us Mac folks uh, take care of their stuff. Uh, so, exactly. Uh, so yeah, it's a new year and new, new problems, but new operating systems and everything make it easier for everyone. So yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm. By the way, I'm loving my new Mac. It's uh, It's been a dream and everything you said it would be. So And you noticed it was a lot faster than your old one. So Yeah. Yeah. And that was really souped up and uh, it doesn't even touch it. It's amazing. Amazing. Exactly. Time flies with technology. So yeah. Yeah. So today's topic is, um, boy, Email, you know, you know, it, it, it was such a wonderful thing. Remember back in the days of you got mail, you know, I would sit, I remember sitting in front of my computer dial up service, like, oh my God, this is so exciting. I may have gotten an email today. And then of course, fast forward to where we are today, where uh, does anyone complain? Any of your customers complain about not getting enough email? No, that is exactly the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Times have changed from the excitement to the dread. (laughs) So, a lot goes on with emails. I know know you want to dive into that topic today, so I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, thank you. What I want to talk about is how to change your email address. Now, for most people, this sounds like a real scary and uh, daunting process because if you've had an AOL account, that came out in 1985, which was 37 years ago. Oh, my Lord. So you think you've had it for a couple of decades, maybe, but 37 years. If you have a Yahoo account, you're 28 years old. That came out in 1994. So as you've noticed, time flies with technology. Things change fast. iPhones, all the stuff you can do with your cars. So you've kind of got a vintage type email there. And you might notice that you're starting to have problems. One of the problems might be you're getting more spam than you've ever gotten in your life. And you're having to sort through junk and junk and junk to find one good message. Another problem might be that you've changed your internet provider. And if you had an internet address like Comcast.net and your neighborhood switches to another provider like Summit or Hotwire, well, then that Comcast email becomes defunct. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they sign that contract and switch the service over, you're no longer getting email. So there's sometimes where people have to change their email, and there's sometimes when people want to change their email. <laughs> so what I'm going to talk about today is how you can do that easily, stress-free, and then it'll make your life less stressful in the future. Love so that. basically, um, it's very easy to start or create a new email address. You have a couple of big options that are out there that are robust, that are not going to go anywhere. One is Apple's iCloud service. So you do not have to have an Apple device to create a free iCloud address. And as you probably know, Apple is much more involved with security and privacy. So Apple is not going to scour your inbox for marketing ideas Mm -hmm. and materials that they can sell back to you through advertising. So Apple's iCloud, you can create a free iCloud address at iCloud.com and you can get, you know, Charlie McDermott at iCloud. Now, if a name is taken, you might have to put a couple of digits behind it or get a little creative. And I wouldn't recommend saying the magical princess of the forest at iCloud.com because that's too long to type in. 
So mm-hmm. just try to come up with a name that relates to you so that pe- when people see it, they will recognize it instead of saying, you know, big cat daddy pool shark at iCloud.com. <laughs> that, that doesn't tell anything about who you are and it might be marked as spam. So kind of get something close to your name if you can. Okay. And the other thing, the another reason people often like to change their email address is because they've seen their friends do it. And every person listening to this podcast has gotten at least two or three emails in the past year that say, hey, Charlie, I'm switching from AOL to Gmail. Here's my new email address. So don't worry about people not knowing what to do with your new email address. They've been using email long enough now for up to 37, 38 years that they know how to change an address in their address book. So don't let that stress you out. So another big email provider is Gmail. So, and as you know, or as you may know, the G in Gmail stands for Google. And Google is an advertising company. So remember, it's a great search engine, but basically Google is harvesting your data to provide revenue because when you click on an ad, they get a fraction of that Mm. revenue. So uh, with Google, be cautious because when you agree to the terms, one of the things that Google, you're giving Google permission to is to scan your subjects for possible marketing materials. So a mm-hmm. Gmail address is free, but it does come with some baggage in the fact that you may be used as a marketing tool with a Gmail address. Um, you can still get a Yahoo address. Again, that's been around for 28 years, so it might not be the best choice. Another option for a lot of people is to create your own email. So, for example, my home email, my, my primary email that I use is my name. It's jeff at jeffbohr.com. So I went in reserve jeffbohr.com, which is a domain. Mm-hmm. And usually a domain is attached to a website like amazon.com. But you can have a domain that doesn't go anywhere to get an email address. So I reserved a domain called jeffbohr.com. And then I add an email to that, jeff at jeffbohr.com. So now I've got a fresh email. It's not subject to any marketing. Nobody else is in charge of it except for me. And that's the way I like it. And that's what I've done personally. So I'm going to review the ways you can do all of these different things. And then we'll talk about the process of notifying people. So basically, yeah. So you can go to google.com or gmail.com or icloud.com. Or hover.com. That's H O V as in Victor, E R.com. And that's where you can create your own domain. So when you get to Apple, you'll see an option that says, if you don't have an account, create a free iCloud address. When you get to Gmail, you'll see the option, create an account. And if you go to hover, the first thing you'll be presented with is grab a domain. So you can type a domain in there charliemcdermott.com, jeffbohr.com, Naples saladprincess.com and see if it's available. Once you find a domain that's available, those are usually 11 or $12 a year to reserve a domain. And then when you get to your shopping cart, you'll have the option to add an email account for $15. So for $35 a year, it's not free like iCloud and Gmail, but you can have your own custom domain and it's easy to set up that email on all your devices. So once you've done that, So for about $30 a year, you can get a custom domain. Apple and uh, Google, the iCloud and the Gmail are free typically. Okay. Basically, 
what you do then is once you've created your new email address, it's perfectly clean because no one knows about it except for you. <laughs> so the trick is you will send an email. You've probably got, you know, 20, 30, 40, a couple of dozen people that you correspond with regularly. All the other mail you get is from Amazon, from Delta Airlines, you know, from vendors and such. Right. So the big thing is you want to notify your close family and friends first and say, just compose a simple email. Once you've got the new email set up, you've got it on your machine, on your phone, on your computer, you create an email, send out a group email to 20 or 30 people. Typically with most current internet providers, you don't want to try more than 30 people at once because it will get kicked back and marked as spam. So if you keep it under 30, you could send 30 addresses, make sure to put them in the BCC field so they don't see all the other people that received it. <laughs> and it's mm -hmm. just something simple like put in the subject, my new email address. And then in the body, effective immediately, this is my new email address. Thank you, Jeff. They're mm -hmm. going to get the email from your email address. You don't really have to list it in the message body unless you want to, but they'll be able to look at the from address, copy that and paste it into their address book. So basically, once you've done that with your family and friends, you can kind of relax because then you'll have two inboxes on your computer. You'll have your original email. It might be AOL or Yahoo or whatever. And then you'll have this new domain, this new email address. That new email address is where you can go and you're going to be happy again because it's going to be your friends and family, the people you want to see stuff yeah. from. The other box is still there to catch the Amazon receipts, to catch the United States Postal Service notices, all the spam. And it's very frequently that it will be very difficult to delete an email address. So it hmm. might be the way you want to attack this is think that, hey, I've got a good, clean email. I can check that daily. I know it's people that I care about and want to hear from, you know, the golf club, whatever. So let the people you want to care about know about the new email. But then just keep the other one. And you only have to check it once every three days at first. Just yeah. to see what slipped through. Who didn't know that you did this? And then after a couple of weeks, you're checking it once a week. Because 99% of it is going to be spam. And mm -hmm. you will not have to deal with it. So eventually, you know, the goal is you'll be checking that secondary account once a month. Yeah. Just to see if Uncle Joe from, you know, Pennsylvania happened to send you a joke that he didn't pay attention. And then you can just say, hey, Uncle Joe, please start using my new email. And then as time passes, if you want to let your vendors and your doctor's offices know about your new email, do that as you go. Next time you go to Amazon to buy something for your house, spend a few extra minutes, go into the settings. There's an option there that says contact information, and you can change your email address if you like. You do the same thing with Delta Airlines. So hmm. don't try to sit down with a list of all the places that you have your email on file because that list is infinite, and anything you have on paper will never match what's in reality. There's too many places out there that you've signed into that have your email. And that's why spam is a lot more prevalent because a lot of these entities get hacked and then they've got a good email list and you get spam. So remember, you'll never get, you'll never be able to notify everyone that has mm -hmm. your email address, but you can notify the important people. You can notify the places you get receipts from, the vendors you buy from, the doctor's offices, if you want, or you yep. can still let them travel to that other inbox that you only have to check occasionally. Love it. Love it. Wow.
you know, it's, 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 it's perfect timing, like a, n- a new year. I mean, the, the time you can spend sorting through your, your email that's decades old, all the spam, you know, the occasional nugget of friends email, um, that, that, that takes so much time and, and often you miss this stuff. So to start with a clean slate is, is phew, spectacular. And it really is kind of a clean slate because the beauty of it is no one but your, the people you care about yeah. will know about it. Yeah. So it really is a clean slate. And until you give that to the Hallmark shop and they, their list gets hacked, it's a pretty pristine email. <laughs> so just remember that uh, it's, it's very easy to do. It doesn't have to be stressful because you're not really going to close down the old email account. But there, you won't have to check it as often. Yeah. So for our listeners who are going, yeah, boy, I, this makes sense. But even as basic as you and I, you know, in, in hearing your directions go, yeah, this sounds easy enough. Do, do you ever help your clients set up their email? Because they go, Jeff, it's just, it's just too confusing. Oh, I do. I, I help people yeah. probably uh, twice a month. I assist someone with this process yes. and about half the time they get their own domain, which is custom, like I mentioned, and about half the time they'll go with a Gmail or iCloud account. So mm-hmm. it's kind of 50, 50. And the other thing to remember is now with um, <clears throat> most of the email providers, like with Google, for example, if your email is Charlie McDermott at gmail.com with any Gmail account, this is valid. If you're going to Amazon and you wanted to kind of separate your email account, if you put Charlie McDermott plus Amazon at gmail.com, you'll still get the email. Ah. So with a Gmail account, if you hit the plus sign after your name, uh-huh. you can put any word you want to kind of mark it. The benefit of that is if you say Charlie McDermott plus Amazon.com at gmail.com or at plus Amazon at gmail.com, and then you start getting mail from that, from other spam sources and stuff that are addressed to charlie mcdermott plus amazon at least Mm -hmm. you know where the breach was so it's kind of too late to do anything about it but it might give you some heads up on how this happened interesting wow another security feature if you have an apple device is apple has a new feature called hide my email so when you're sending an email or when you're going on a website and you click on the uh email address field You'll see your original email, and below that, you'll see an option to hide my email. Hmm. What hide my email does, and this is a service Apple offers, it creates a nonsensical email address that is forwarded to your primary email, but that way the vendor does not have your actual email address. So if it gets affected by spam, you can easily just delete that email address. So there's a list of these in your settings where you can see all the different hide my email addresses that Apple has created for you with the website that it was on. And that way it's a little more anonymity that you're not revealing your primary email address to these vendors. Hmm. And if one gets breached, it's not going to affect your regular inbox because it was a fake email that was just forwarding. So those are some other features that have been introduced lately to keep your inbox a little more manageable. Wow. All right. So here's another question for you. For our uh, business owners listening, uh, maybe they're looking at starting a new business or, or, or open a business, or maybe they've got an existing business and, and they're doing the Gmail thing with their, you know, Charlie's business at gmail.com. What do you recommend there? And is that something that you do? Do you go in and set up a, a business and, and maybe they have employees or, or is there a recommendation for, 
for the business right, owner. The thing there, like whenever I see a truck, I drive a lot in my business because yeah. I'm always visiting clients. And um, I'll see a plumbing truck and it will say Joe's plumbing at gmail.com. Exactly. Yep. Well, I think that personally, I think that looks a little unprofessional, you know, yeah. to see a, a website like that for a business, because it would be much better if he was Joe at joeplumbings.com. Yeah. Or service at Joe, joesplumbing.com. Mm -hmm. So, and if there is a Joe's plumbing out there, I apologize because I don't know what your email <laughs> habits are. But basically, it'd be a lot better to have your own name as your email, yeah. which, like I said, you can do for 30 bucks a year. Unless you're an attorney and the, the domain names for law offices are about 80 bucks a year because it's a more lucrative email uh, address. But uh -huh. for the average person or business, you can do an email and a domain for $30 a year. And remember, you can have a domain without having a website. So if you want to get service at joesplumbing.com is your email. Joesplumbing.com is actually a website, but it, it doesn't have to go anywhere unless you want to build a website there. So if they go to joesplumbing.com, it'll just say this website is being worked on. Check back soon. So you do not have to have a website to have a professional looking email address. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then for, for Joe and his employees, Mary Sue and Jimmy, same deal. 15 bucks set up a, an email account for, for each employee. Exactly. So you've got the original $12 for the domain and then each email account is $15 extra. Yeah. So yeah. you can be Sue at Joe's plumbing service at Joe's plumbing, Joe at Joe's plumbing complaints at Joe's plumbing, you know, so you can Jr. as many as I mean, you like. <laughs> I said, Joe Jr. At Joe's plumbing. <laughs> exactly. You could, you can, it's in, infinite as long as you want to pay for the different email addresses. Yeah. So there are more options now than just AOL and Yahoo, which were the only options in 1990. Mm. Yeah. All right. I, I still have both somewhere. I don't think I've checked them in years, but boy, that's they just become like dead letter offices. They just, they just pile up. You know, you don't ever have to shut down an email account. It'll, it'll just keep on gathering mail. Uh, definitely. I don't know how I've never, there's no time limit yet because it's still fairly new, but I don't know. These things could still be sitting there in a hundred years. I think. Yeah. It's like your own time capsule. Exactly. Of, <laughs> of spam. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That poor soul. Someone looking back a, a hundred years from now. Oh my goodness. This all this person did was online shopping. I mean, it, it, all these emails, all these. Exactly. Yeah. Oh vitamins and, and Viagra and all that, you know, they're, they're going <laughs> to think that was a normal part of life. <laughs> oh, this is great. Well, man, once again, Jeff, uh, phenomenal. I, 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 you, you probably noticed me. I've taken notes uh, throughout. I know your listeners were as well. You'll, you'll probably get many a call from folks saying, Jeff, I'd love it. Don't want to do it. Do it for me. So for those folks, Jeff, yeah, best you need help. get in touch. I'll help. And uh, if you go to my website, which is NaplesMacHelp.com, um, there's an articles tab at the top. And I keep a, uh, copies of all my articles there that I write for magazines. And there is one titled Changing Your Email Address. So you can download that and print it if you want to absorb what we talked about today. It is online on my website. So, Man, you are just full of resources. Love it. Love it. Well, Jeff, anything else you want to add uh, about emails or? Well, just Mac remember email? email, an email address is um, a very private and personal thing and you don't want yeah. it to be convoluted with all this junk. So when you check your email, it should be a pleasurable thing like it was back in the eighties and nineties, hopefully. So if you can get to that point again, 
where opening email is a joy rather than a nuisance. That's the goal here. And that's the way it should be. When you open your email, it should be things you care about and not all this junk. And you can make it that way by creating a new email address. I don't know. This, this, this uh, I don't know. Soundbite keeps coming to mind. Make email great again. Is that? Uh, no, I'm probably getting in trouble. Uh, <laughs> you could get a mega hat and wear it, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. And on that note, we better end this before we really get in trouble. <laughs> Jeff, exactly. Uh, get back there. Help, folks. Great seeing you. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you, Charlie. Have a great day.